And now it's time to welcome back our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Are you there, Tom? I'm here, Chris. On behalf of Live From Here, I continue my journey across the country, shining a light on all the good people in America. This week, I returned here to New York City. I decided to soak in the holidays and become a tourist in my own hometown. I wanted the whole experience, the crowds, the overpriced shows, and a hotel the size of an iPhone. <laughs> Have you ever sneezed in a New York hotel and had strangers on both sides of your room say, God bless you? <laughs> I have. A nap was impossible, so I bundled up and headed to Rockefeller Center for my first tourist stop. The tree is a real beauty this year, standing over 60 feet tall, covered in lights, and pretty much the same as every year. But special once again. I bought a hot pretzel in the cold night and stood on the edge of the crowd with a guy named Jace from Baltimore. He said, when I look up at that tree, I know I'm supposed to think about how beautiful it is, but all I can see is a big pain in the keister. Can you imagine the pile of needles when they take this sucker down? They're gonna be vacuuming for days. He adjusted his ball cap and said, this is the first year he skipped having his own tree. The kids are grown and my wife and I are traveling, he said. So we didn't do it. I thought it was gonna feel weird, but I gotta tell you, it actually feels amazing. I'm happy to start going to other people's houses. Someone's gotta be the weird uncle who seems like he doesn't have a home. So that's me now. I had that uncle when I was a kid. He came once a year and because we never actually saw where he lived, there was always mystery about him. Just like Santa. Only this Santa lived over a bowling alley with a pet turtle and a hot plate. The older we get, the harder it is to keep the holidays going. When my grandmother was alive, she got to the point when she didn't even take her tree down anymore. It was a little tree that she left on the table in the living room year round. On New Year's Day, she declared Christmas was over and put a white sheet over the top of it. The next year, she drinks some eggnog, pull the sheet off, and say, ta-da, it's Christmas. It was like her own little magic trick. I wandered over to the railing to watch the skaters at Rockefeller Plaza. There was this one guy who was always there, dressed in a crazy sweater and a Santa hat, twirling around on the ice like he's at the Olympics. Families were trying to skate around his fancy turns and kicks. And I heard a woman from Long Island say, can't you just skate like everybody else? We're not impressed, we're annoyed. <laughs> Have you ever had a secret Christmas wish come true as a guy in a Santa hat missed his landing, fell on his ass, and slid into the wall? <laughs> I have. Now, filled with Christmas spirit, I decided to go warm up and get something to eat. I went to a chain restaurant where the rest of the tourists were shoving food into their faces before they run off to a show. I would mention which restaurant it was, but it takes the name of the day of a week, and it's not Wednesdays. <laughs> I always thought that if I were to open a place, I'd call it Mondays and serve nothing but whiskey and paper cups. <laughs> I s <laughs> sure. I sat at the bar next to Jim and Kim from Cleveland, who were waiting for a table. It was crowded and there was very little service, but from the looks on their faces, they couldn't be happier. It was one of those restaurants that puts the calories on the menu. You've got to love a place whose salads have more calories than their burgers. 
It's because of the cheese. They put cheese on everything in these places. Cheese salads, cheese burgers, and fried cheese sticks with a side of cheese dipping sauce. They had cheese-covered jalapenos, cheese quesadillas, cheese fries, cheese appetizer combos, cheese sampler platters, and baked potatoes loaded with cheese. Jim said, isn't this place great? It's so New York. As we were talking, a guy dressed as an off-brand Elmo came in. He seemed a little wobbly, and although he stopped to take a couple pictures with people, something seemed wrong. The manager of the restaurant came up and asked him to leave. The Elmo ignored him and pushed towards the bar. Apparently, this was a bad Elmo. I should have known. A good Elmo wouldn't be wearing flip-flops and pajama bottoms in December. The manager called for security and suddenly two very large men appeared and a fight broke out. Have you ever watched a drunk Elmo take his head off in a crowded midtown restaurant as children screamed in horror? I have. As they dragged him out, Jim gave him a high five and said, you gotta love this town. <laughs> this tourist stuff is exhausting. I walked outside and across the street and saw this tiny Irish bar with a red and green neon harp calling me inside. It looked like a local hangout in the middle of the biggest tourist spot in the world. I walked in, the door shut behind me, and it was like Times Square finally vanished. It was so quiet. No music, no talking, just the sound of my footsteps walking to the bar. The bartender served me a whiskey without asking, as if there wasn't any other choice. I sat down next to a little old lady in red lipstick and a knitted cap with a sleigh bell on top. She looked like every grandmother there ever was. She reached out, squeezed my hand, and said, it's nice in here, isn't it? Yeah, I said, it really is. I wished her a Merry Christmas, we clinked glasses, and I could have sworn I heard her whisper, ta-da. <laughs> I wish you all a very happy new year. I've enjoyed roaming the country on your behalf, Chris, and I'll see you all here real soon, and maybe I'll be in your hometown in the next year, out in America. Thank you, and good night. Thank you, Tom. Happy holidays. Tom Papa, everyone. Check out his tour dates at TomPapa.com.